This team sucks. Let's discuss. The Broncos gave up a 70. I don't even think a burger is enough like, to credit for this one. A 70 T-bone steak or something to Miami, and they lost by 50. The biggest loss in Sean Payton's head coaching career. So we're going to talk about everything on today's show. And honestly, if you're tuning in right now, pat yourself on the back because you've got a few screws loose upstairs if you are seeking content about your football team that lost by 50 points on Sunday. But we're going to talk about Vance Joseph and whether or not he could get fired, some replacement options, and everything related to this team because the defense, it's cheeks. That might be doing it justice, honestly. It is booty cheeks. Look at what the offense did for Miami against Denver. 726 yards. 376 yards through the air. 350 yards on the ground. Zero turnovers. It's actually amazing that Miami scored 70 points, and they still managed to punt the ball and turn it over on downs once, which we're going to talk about later on because Sean Payton thinks that was the turning point in the game of sorts? No, it wasn't. It's your defense sucking like it has for the first two weeks and having an all-time meltdown on week three. But Mike Kliss and 31, uh, 30, 30 other big J's were on a conference call with Sean Payton this morning on Zoom, and everyone had one question on their mind. Are we going to see Vance Joseph get fired? Are there going to be changes to this coaching staff or the starting lineup? And, well, Sean Payton said no. And that, would be some, that wouldn't be something I'd share on a conference call if that were ever the case. So no to answer your question. Now, what I want to know from everyone watching right now is forget what Sean Payton said. If you were in charge, would you fire Sean Payton? Excuse me, would you fire Vance Joseph right now? We're going to talk about Sean Payton's job security, probably a few more losses down the road, but that's not happening after week three. But let me know. If you were in charge, if you were calling the shots, would you fire Vance Joseph Monday morning? Type F for fire, type K for keep, let me know down below. If I have one tiny bit of defense for Vance Joseph, it's that his defense, sure, is not good, but the players are not executing. And this is what I ranted about in my post-game show yesterday. I mean, look at the missed tackles by a week. Eight, okay, 11, uh, 24 missed tackles. Let me go back to the start of the video. It looked like there were snipers at uh, Hard Rock Stadium just knocking out all of Denver's defenders. Now, the crazy thing, and maybe the most depressing thing of all, is somehow, and I did not think this could be possible, but I'm going to be the first to say it, I think. The 2023 Broncos are worse than the 2022 Broncos. Somehow, Nathaniel Hackett coached that team to be better through three weeks than what the 2023 Broncos are. And I don't see how you could argue otherwise, right? This team has done it all. It's blown a 21-3 lead. It lost by 50 points. It turtled up in week one. The 2023 Broncos are worse than the 2022 Broncos. And that is the saddest thing you're going to hear all day. But it's the truth right now. The three previous times, if you're looking for a silver lining, that Sean Payton went 0-3 to start the season, all coming with New Orleans, he ended the year 7-9. And 7-9 is not good. It's not great. But it's not downright awful. Right, you could do a lot worse than seven wins. And at this point, this team would be lucky, it feels like, to get to seven wins. So if you want one you know, piece of a glimmer of hope to hold on to, it's that Sean Payton has faced an 0-3 hole before, and he has bounced back, and he has won you know, seven of the next 13 games after that. So 
Fingers crossed that can be the case here. Maybe Denver goes 8-9 and nine instead of 7-10, and 10, but it's not looking good right now. Now, like I said earlier, the first three weeks of the season, defensively, look at the difference between what they did last year and what they are doing right now. Total yards almost doubled, 1,375. Want to hear something sad? That's the worst in the NFL. That should be no surprise. And sure, having that week three outlier, help, you know, that week three outlier hurts a lot. But the LA Chargers are only 24 yards behind Denver, and Denver gave up 700 plus yards in week three. So that says a lot about the Chargers' defense. Passing yards, over 300 more yards allowed this season. Rushing yards, over 200, almost 200 rushing yards allowed. But look at the points allowed, 122. Of course. Giving up 70 points hurts. But even if you made that 45, even if you cut that in half or something, you're still 2Xing what you did in 2022. And the takeaways are way down. From four takeaways in the first three weeks of 2022 to just one takeaway in the first three weeks of 2023. Now, before we get on to the rest of today's show, today's show is being supported by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is a daily fantasy sports app where all you have to do is pick more or less for two to six player stat projections, and you can win up to 25 times your money on any entry. Prize Picks is super simple and user-friendly. I spend like one to two minutes on the app every Sunday morning making my selections. So if you're in the Oval Office or you're on your way to the game, get on Prize Picks and start making some money. Now, for this upcoming slate of Monday Night Football, we have two games. These are the four selections I am rolling with. You can go anywhere from two to six, though. I'm taking more on Jalen Hurts for his passing yards at 235. I don't think Joe Burrow gets anywhere near 250, so I'll take less there. DeAndre Swift, he was awesome last week. Give me more for 37 and a half rushing yards. And then A.J. Brown, he has not really had a breakout game yet. I think that happens against the Bucs on Monday night, so I'll take more 70.5 receiving yards for Mr. Brown. Go to prizepicks.com slash CLNS and use code CLNS for a first deposit match up to $100. The link for that, by the way, is in the comments and the description of today's video. PrizePicks daily fantasy sports made easy. Go to prizepicks.com slash CLNS and use code CLNS to get that big deposit bonus. Sean Payton was talking about the Broncos' Week 3 loss to the media today, and here's what he said. That critical moment in the game where we're able to hold them on fourth down and offensively, then we have a penalty, end up punting, right at that juncture of the game, we end up scoring three, they wind up scoring 14 more points. Three offensive turnovers all led to touchdowns. That's 21 points. Typically, when you see a score that high, the one thing that has to exist is turnovers. And all three of them led to points for Miami. Sean, put the bong down, dude. Are you really pinning this loss on the offense, turning it over three times, and Miami cashing in for 21 points? Sure, that sucks. Take the 21 points off the board. Denver loses still 49-20. to 20. Come on. Wake up, dude. I know you are a smart coach, but you come away from this and you really start pointing the finger at, well, you know, the defense surely didn't help. It didn't set the edge, all that stuff. But the offense, 21 points given away. No, it did not matter if the offense converted on that, or if the offense did anything after Miami turned the ball over on their half of the 50, and the Broncos somehow managed to punt 
despite starting at Miami's like 31-yard line, which is mind-boggling to think about. But still, you can wipe that all away. This defense still gives up seven touchdowns. Seven times seven. That's 49 points. Come on, dude. Now, here's the good slash bad news, if you will. The Broncos' week four matchup is in Chicago against the Bears, who might actually be worse than Denver. I think they are worse. I know the Broncos just lost by 50, but the Bears lost by a lot in Kansas City. So this is going to be the biggest shitball of the entire 2023 season. And if you don't believe me that I think the Bears are worse, even Vegas has Denver favored by three points on the road after they just lost by 50. There has never been, and I don't know if, I'm just going to say this as a fact, there has never been a team that lost by 50 and was favored on the road the next week. No, just does not happen. So if Vance Joseph's defense cannot turn things around in an all-time get-right game and a layup game against an awful Bears offense with Justin Fields right now, they're doomed. This has to be a game where things click and things start to turn around. If they don't, I know Sean Payton said they're not making discussions about this right now, but you have to believe that even Sean Payton could sit down going, okay, so if Vance Joseph's defense made Justin Fields look like an MVP after the Bears' offense was statistically one of the worst through the first three weeks of the season, we might have to make a change. Now, what does a change look like? It's almost October. You're not hiring a lot of the people you were looking at for the D.C. job back in February. They all have new jobs, and none of them are running to play or you know coach this Broncos defense. Rex Ryan is still on TV, I think, so you could give him a call. Remember, we'll look more with these guys individually, but he was a finalist. Chris Richard, he coached in New Orleans under Sean Payton. He's still out of a job right now, so you could swoop him off the street and he could step in. Or maybe Joe Vitt if you're looking for an in-house replacement. But let's go one by one here. Let's start with Rex Ryan. He was a finalist for the Broncos defensive coordinator job back in February. Ultimately, when it came down to Vance Joseph and Rex Ryan, they went with Vance Joseph. Probably not the right call, but I think having those two guys as your two options was not a very good committee. Uh, he's got eight years of experience in, as an NFL head coach, going 61 and 66. And he's got D.C. experience starting with the Baltimore Ravens back in 2005. To be brutally honest with you guys, I'm not crazy about Rex Ryan. But then again, if this defense gives up 70 points to anyone, then anyone on the street would be an improvement from Vance Joseph. So I'm not head over heels in love with the idea of getting Rex Ryan away from ESPN's countdown and getting him out to Denver. But at this point, I don't think you could say no to any option. Another replacement option could be Chris Richard. Now, he was the Saints DB's coach in 2021 under Sean Payton, and he was the co-defensive coordinator last year with Dennis Allen. Now, he has some D.C. experience. He was the Seattle Seahawks defensive coordinator from 2015 to 2017, and he was rumored to be in the mix back in February. So he's got the Sean Payton connection. He's also out of a job currently, so I'm sure he'd be more than happy to pick up the phone and drive up or fly to Denver and take over as the D.C. because it's better than sitting on his couch, let's be honest. So Chris Richard could be a name to keep an eye on if things continue to go south. As for Joe Vitt, He's currently on the Broncos staff as a senior defensive assistant, has the most experience of any Broncos defensive coach. So if they're going to go an in-house route, this would be your guy. He coached under Sean Payton from 2006 to 2016. So Sean Payton clearly has a lot of trust and a lot of familiarity with him, but 
He is, I don't know, on this defensive coaching staff, which means everyone by association has blood on their hands after giving up a 70-piece to the Miami Dolphins. When you look at Denver's upcoming schedule, their next six games, kind of going into the bye the next six weeks, they got the Bears. That Jets game is looking really ugly right now. Nathaniel Hackett might clown this defense. Then they go to the Chiefs. That legitimately could get Vance Joseph fired. Thursday Night Football in front of the whole country in Kansas City. That could be the difference maker. And then you got the Packers in Week 7. Then you got the Chiefs once again in Week 8. Makes you wonder, if they are not looking any better than they had through the first three weeks, maybe coming out of that Week 9 bye, you see a change at the coordinator role. But let me know, will Vance Joseph survive the season? Type Y for yes or type N for no. Give me your honest and best thoughts down below if you think Vance Joseph will end up being the D.C. for all 17 games this year. That's going to do it for us on today's show. Make sure to subscribe to the channel. We're going to keep you guys in the loop all season long, so don't miss a thing like all my fiery rants after a post-game show or during a post-game show after a loss. We're going to keep you guys up to speed on all things Broncos. Thank you.